Welcome. Welcome. Counter Creatures, episode 23 of season two. Something Live like that. On YouTube. Woo. Uh, yeah. This is a first and only like 11 to 15 minutes of technical difficulties, but we're here. And there was people waiting. There and was, in fact, people waiting. Thank you for thank you being to patient the people and who waited. Waiting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what's what's today's episode about? Uh, we. Oh shit. Okay. So actually, this is the. Uh, so today we're talking about the Slide Rock Bolter, and we are doing this because uh, I owe Lucas. Because yeah. uh, I have slacked for an eternity to get him his his tournament winnings, so uh, this is to make up for that. And uh, I need to get that in the mail to him uh, in the next like week and a half. So, yay, posted. This is for Lucas. Uh, <laughs> so I guess Lucas, let's fuck it go. Lucas Threlfall, the author of The Elemental's Awakening. Oh, Connor having the book on hand. Wow. Not an ad, but definitely an ad. <laughs> but definitely buy the book. Yeah, Lucas doesn't pay us to say this. For those of you who are listening in the future and not live, uh, we we recorded this live on YouTube. Yeah. So yes, there is technically there is a video uh, uh, on YouTube of us recording this podcast. It's just us like sitting here, sitting here, and then occasionally maybe a screen. But you know, uh, you can follow us on YouTube if you want to uh, watch live. Yeah. Because then Hit you can the see the episode like notification bell a week in advance ish. <laughs> Five to uh, five to ten days in advance. Yeah, business days. <laughs> business days. No, it's on the weekend. <laughs> it's not business days. Okay, so on track. Slide rock bolter. Connor, what is it? Um, it is a giant whale-ish. It's being. Yeah. I I have a land whale or a mountain whale, whale in my yeah. notes after having read about it. It apparently has claws on its tail. That hold it up into, you know, up on mountains, and then it releases its tail and kills people. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> that is technical. That, that yeah, that's that's the <laughs> gist. Thank you for listening to Counting Cryptids. How, you do this every fucking time. <laughs> so it, I suppose it is uh, about as large or larger than a blue whale. Uh, sort of a teardrop shape. It looks like a fucking blue whale. Correct. Uh, gray brown skin that is like camouflage to like the mountain surroundings in Colorado specifically, I guess. I don't know if we mentioned that yes. is where this is. Uh, I can pull up a found. picture because this is a visual oh, yeah, do it. podcast now. Uh, so sometimes they're said to be smooth, like a wet stone, uh, other times covered in brush-like growths, a large head, flat face, small eyes, big mouth, flute tail, similar to that of a dolphin. And so in addition to it having the hooks on the tail, uh, sometimes described as large hairy knuckles. Sometimes it can act as a crab's pincer. I don't know if that is like. Here you go to YouTube live audience. Oh, you got a picture? Sick. Picture of the giant whale, mountain whale. Damn. Sorry to interrupt you though. No, Con you're fine. Continue. Uh, I think you said something about it sliding down the mountain. Yeah. That's the name Slide Rock Bolter. So it does wait on cliffs, um, but specifically only at. Those those like graded at forty five degree angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the so very just like sitting on those very specific um, angles of cliffs. Uh, but there's also something about so when it is sliding down, there's something about like its saliva, its lubricating saliva, oh. so that helps it slide down faster to snatch its prey. Which I guess is I had missed that. Always tourists for some reason. 
I saw in one place like helpless creatures or wounded creatures, but yeah, tourists. I think that's just more like because it was in the way, just accidentally yeah, engulfing. Like just yeah, just happened to be a deer it was just or two or three in the way. In the way. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't even notice. Uh, I guess also the momentum from it coming down is supposed to be enough. Like when it catches its prey, that it comes back up the next mountain. I feel like they've had to have and then a it short... just like catches on. It's just like boom, ready for the next well, one. What's the lifespan like for one of these things? Because like, obviously it has to grow. I mean, I don't, I don't if have that if it has to slide up the next mountain. What if it runs out of mountains? I mean, or the next one's not a forty-five degree angle. They can only go south forever, it's and then fun. once they reach the end, it's just like well, and then they reach they, the ocean. That's and then where whales, whales come from. <laughs> Damn, we figured it out. It's come full circle. Excellent. Uh, it was born in that position, Sean, asking if it, uh, how does it get there in the first place? Obviously, it's born there and it grows. Uh, so my theory is this is uh, what happens when an atmospheric beast runs into a mountain. I saw this in your notes. Yeah, yeah. I, in all caps, I you like saw it. this in my notes? I almost missed it. <laughs> the very last thing. <laughs> so right. what, what, else, what else we got on it? <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, yeah, there, there's a uh, I picture. mean, I suppose like the legend stems from cautionary tales from lumberjacks in the 19th century. Uh, yeah, some guy wrote about it in a book. For, he was from Minnesota. His he name. Didn't see it. You didn't have the name. I have the name. I don't have the name. William the name. Thomas Cox. Hmm. He wrote about it in his 1910 titled his his 1910 book titled "Fearsome Critters of the Lumber Woods with a Few Desert and Mountain Beasts." That's a good name. Aptly the named. The aptly named. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was a forester from Minnesota. I think you mentioned he was from Minnesota. I always had that in your notes. Um, yeah, so these are tales that he wrote from, like, lumberjack people, I guess. Okay. Um, it just describes various creatures that workers in the logging industry uh, imagined late at night in their shanties. A shanty, you say? Yeah. Um, so fearsome critters of the lumber woods with a few desert and mountain beasts reads... In mountains of Colorado, where in summer the woods are becoming fresh, infested with tourists, much uneasiness has been caused by the presence of the slide rock boulder. This frightful animal lives only in the steepest mountains in country, mountain country where the slopes are greater than 45 degrees. It has an immense head with small eyes and a mouth somewhat in, on the order of a sculpin running back beyond its ears. It's a fish, by the way. Oh, I, I, I figured, but I don't, I've never heard of one. Great job. The tail consists of a divided flipper with enormous grab hooks, which it fastens over the crests of the mountains or ridge, often remaining there motionless for days at a time, watching the gulch for a tourist or any other hapless creature that may enter it. Hapless creatures. It looks like an angry penis. It's not in the book. That's in chat. Uh, at the right moment after sighting a tourist, it will lift its tail, thus loosening its hold on the mountain, and with its small eyes riveted, on the poor, unfortunate, and drooling thing, skid grease from the corners of its mouth, which greatly... The lubricating saliva. Correct. Which greatly accelerates its speed. The bolter comes down like a toboggan, scooping in its victims as it goes, its own impetus carrying it up... Impetus? Is that how you pronounce that? Impetus? Impetus, yes. Its own impetus carrying it up the next slope, where it again slaps its tail over the ridge and waits. Whole parties of tourists are reported to have been... Gulped at one scoop by taking parties far back into the hills. The animal is a menace not only to tourists, but to the woods as well. 
Many a draw through spruce-covered slopes has been laid low, the trees being knocked out by the root or mowed off as by a scythe, where the boulder has crashed down through, through from the peaks above, allegedly directly from the book. Okay. Uh, but he didn't witness it. He was just told about it. Right. He, he was just kind of sharing stories from people. I mean, okay, so uh, uh, do we get into the one story now then, I guess? <laughs> the only story of somebody allegedly seeing this thing? Yeah. Yeah. So the, there's this forest ranger. Yes. So I guess there had been uh, reports in the area of the slide rock bolter, like, I don't know if he was specific, if it was specifically like attacking or whatever the fucking deal is, but, uh, <sighs> God damn it. Chad is over here being ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, I guess the the attacks on the tourists were within his forest ranger jurisdiction, yeah. as this it is were. My duty now. Uh, yeah, exactly. So this became his problem. Uh, this just became business. Uh, so he hatched a plan to get rid of the creature. The plan was to dress a mannequin or dummy as a tourist, winter jacket, guidebook, a whole nine yards. Uh, they stuff it to the gills with yeah. gunpowder and percussion caps as the igniter. So the dummy was constructed and placed near a uh, lizard head slope, where I guess it had been reported recently. Yes, I guess. Uh, and then the very next day, it happened to attract the attention of the slide rock bolter. Uh, the um, explosion caused by the dummy leveled half of the buildings in Rico, Colorado, which were allegedly never rebuilt. Uh, yes. According to this, I cannot confirm any of this story. Do you have any more about the story before okay. I? So that's essentially the story. He he blew he blew up the slide rock bolter, or at least one of them with a dummy. A yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the one or if it was multiple. See, I would assume there has to be a, a population, but regardless, he blows up the one with the dummy filled with fucking gunpowder, dynamite, or whatever it was. Um. Uh, specifically dressed to look like a a tourist because it had a specific jacket that was like one that only rich men that could it was faded out really fucking yeah. weird do you have any idea what year this was supposed to have taken place i couldn't find that anywhere uh let me see i think it like after 1881 okay hold hold, hold on so wanderingwhaleroad.wordpress.com is the article uh -huh. Um, I guess I can pull it up here. Here it is. That's actually where that fucking picture came from. Um, here's the the top. Here's what it looks like here. Um, they say that this is a very well written article. Like, got a lot of information I didn't see anywhere else. So it might be fake. But uh, let me see here. And then uh, the precise geographic location. This is a direct quote. Uh, precise geographic location in Rico, Colorado, that enables us to situate the boulder in a wider context. Uh, an investigation into the iconic history, economic history of Rico reveals the slide rock boulder to be a snapshot of the tensions that came with that came with a time of great change in southwestern Colorado. So it goes on to say that the buildings of Rico weren't actually destroyed by the, you know, colossal mountain whale. But we're like we're actually falling in disrepair, following a dramatic econ economic shift that happened just prior to the story of the Bolter. Um, this dramatic econ economic shift uh, in question was that of the miners, the American miners and 
and then lumbers moving to an area that was legally owned by the Ute people uh, under the Treaty of 1868. Uh, the move was first motivated by gold and then followed up by lumber, but when deforestation ruined the land, the Utes decided to leave in 1881. They might have been forced to move to Utah, I believe. Either way, they went to Utah. So the lumberjacks of the late 19th century and early 20th century must have seen strips of rubble that marked spots of abandoned mines and connected them to the abandoned buildings in Rico, which spurred the story of the Slide Rock Bolter. That makes sense. Yes, the landslide. Pretty much cave-ins and mines <clears throat> stuff that look like something giant just slid off the mountain, you know? Correct. I mean, I can talk a little bit about landslides. Tell me about landslides. I've never experienced you to, one. Do you want me to talk about avalanches now, or do we do I wait on that? I mean, I had at the end of my notes. I'm pretty sure just just describing a, a rock slide or avalanche, and that was before I had found this WordPress article. Uh, okay, so I mean, I guess other than that one story of that, which is not verifiable as like a real story, you're telling me that it didn't. It's damn well written. Is all I'm saying. Okay, yeah, convincing. So, and other than that article. I, you, I cannot find anything of it. I found some buildings that appear to have been vacant for some time, but I cannot okay. can find anything that confirms anything about the story. That, that It doesn't come from an article that is written specifically about the Slide Rock Boulder like cryptid. There's no mention of an explosion in the town history online or like the local museum, because you can find that website as well. So I don't think that's it's, uh, really happened. But again, other than that one, there isn't anyone alive claiming to have seen it sort of a story that's been passed down for generations and the origin isn't really known, I guess, other than like that guy wrote it down in that book. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Cox. I think his name was Cox. Something, something Cox. Yeah. The Minnesota guy. I don't know. So is that the thing then where like, <laughs> is it just like nobody's lived to tell the tale of the slide yeah, rock bolter? And that's why died. we don't have stories of the slide rock bolter because it eats everybody. Just for some, uh, I, I pulled up Rico, Colorado on Wikipedia. Yes. Just because I was curious, like, what is there right now? And it's, the, the numbers are surprising. Like, yes. 894 people in 1880. Yeah. In 2010, there's 265. Yeah. And at one point, the lowest point in uh, 1980 was 76 people. Damn. Like, that's not a lot of people. It, it peaked in 1890. So I would assume that's probably like, peak lumberjack times i don't, I don't I know. know i don't know when the lumberjacks roamed connor i'm <laughs> sorry don't? no i, I know i know i appear to be a, a lumberjack but i do not know when the lumberjacks roamed yeah. so i tried where is it uh so i tried to get a like specific numbers about uh people who go missing in the rocky mountains annually okay i, I looked up missing 411 yeah yeah so i guess uh, according to this uh, KUNC article, Rocky Mountain National Park is third for most search and rescues. There were 2,890 search and rescue incidents, including 159 deaths in the National Park Services area in 2017. Rocky Mountain National Park had 165 of those incidents, the third most in the nation. Now, this is just specifically for Rocky Mountain National Park, not all of the Rockies or even all of Colorado. So people do go missing quite often, and national parks have a high number of these instances. I don't know 
if we really have time to start getting into this missing 411 stuff. Yes, let's. It's like, it would, I mean, it'd be a decent segue, but like, I'm pretty interested in that and would like to explore that on a longer basis of like a full episode sort of thing in the future. So, yeah. I don't want to veer off too far in that direction, but if you had anything about that, you probably no, I just okay. I just pulled up this picture of okay. like missing in the United States, like uh, a plot map. Yes. Uh, see it here. Okay. You should be able to see it. Uh, this is Colorado here. Jacob, you're delayed. But I am delayed. It, I am it is waiting. Very, I am with chat. It's very condensed. There's like pretty open spaces in the uh, the area around the Midwest of you know like the Midwest, Nevada, Utah. I mean, are less pretty people, empty. Less people like traveling less to those locations. Very usually pretty flat land, but uh, you know like Colorado is like got a few a few people there. There is a few people there. A lot of people like to go there. So that that was my my very quick, right before we recorded. I wonder. Here we are. What? I'm just saying. There's a lot of people missing right there. <clears throat> oh yes. I'm just tying it to your missing four one one. Done done. I can't attribute those to having been the Slide Rock Bolter, but I don't know. I can't not. I suppose. I guess I have a little bit I wanted to throw in about because this seems a lot like an avalanche or a landslide in a lot of ways. Yeah. This yeah. just seems like it is describing. People die Natural phenomena and yeah. the way that they talk about like it only gets tourists seems sort of like tourists maybe don't know wouldn't be as experienced with those sorts of things too. So I'd like okay, this seems a lot like avalanches. So I was only going to read a few of these. There's a list of eleven facts. I will have a link to this in the description from do something.org. Eleven facts about avalanches. Again, was only gonna read a couple of them, but I think I'm gonna read all eleven because they seem more relevant every time I go through and read them. So loose snow avalanches account for only a small percentage of the deaths and property damage. Slab avalanches, the most lethal, are cohesive plates of snow sliding as a unit. So it's sort of like one solid mass in that capacity. I could see where you could see that looking like an animal or something that is alive. 11 facts about avalanches. Fact two. Oh, yeah, hit it. I don't have one. Okay, never mind. Each year, avalanches kill more than 150 people worldwide. Uh, I just put up a header that says 11. <clears throat> oh, did you? About God damn it, I'm delayed. I don't know this, you piece of shit. Okay, so uh, in 90% of avalanche accidents, the victim or someone in the victim's party causes the snowslide. So again, I said this beforehand with the tourists being more likely to fall victim to the slide rock bolter, I would imagine they wouldn't know what to look out for. Or how to react if something did occur. I can get this next one. Yeah, yeah, do it. The human body is three times denser than avalanche debris and will sink quickly. So uh, when the slide slows, clear some air, to sp- some space to breathe, and then put your hand into the sky. And that uh, will uh, hopefully get you out. Uh, once the avalanche stops, it will settle like concrete. So it's literally like it swallows you whole. Right. Um. Also, in, in regards to, like, how to get out of that... God damn it. That banner is fucking trash. I love it. Um, so, <laughs> the... Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you have, like, clear, you know, clear a space so you can breathe and punch your hand skyward. But, like, I guess sometimes if you are in snow, you can't really tell which way is up and down. Like, you get disoriented uh, yeah, and stuff that sure. way. So, like, a way to tell, uh, like, gravity works still, you know? Yeah, so, so like if spit, yeah, well, then you can or like drool, and you can tell which way is like okay, that way's down. So then the other I just way spit is spit all up. over my eyebrows. Fuck. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, but then you know that you can get a little you air pocket kick. and you can you can get some room and kick your way out. I want to do some kicking. Uh, so I guess also, unlike its portrayal in movies, noise does not trigger avalanches. Avalanches really? are caused by four factors, a steep slope, snow cover, a weak layer in the snow cover, and a trigger. But the trigger could be sound, no? I, 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 sure. I don't fucking know. Allegedly, but uh, according to this article, it says, unlike its portrayal true. in movies, noise does not trigger avalanches. It's every time in a goddamn movie. You're though. right. That's the only thing that causes avalanches. <laughs> no, I'm not sure there's anything else causes avalanches. Oh, yeah, because okay. the avalanche is caused by the slide rock bolter. That's uh, the trigger. I get it now. You should just replace that. Uh, apparently, the vast majority of al- avalanches, which uh, 90%, occur on slopes with angles between 30 and 45 degrees. Hmm. Uh, steeper slopes tend to continually sloth. What does that say? Yeah. Sloth. Slow. Yeah. Sloth. Continually uh, keep snow from building up. Uh, the snowpack on flatter slopes requires them much more force to move. And then that uh, 30 to 45 degrees is where 90% of that's the slope the, of the slope degrees. The de- Goddamn, <laughs> words are hard today, man. Live on YouTube. Excellent. So, again, 90% of avalanches occur on slopes with angles between 30 and 45 degrees. 45 degrees is like, that was the number for the slide rock bolter. So again, yeah. I think that furthers this this theory. If you're eyeballing it, do you know the difference between 30 and 45 degrees on a mountain? No, I don't. I'm bad at maths. Correct. Good. Geometry, science. Uh, avalanche risk is at its greatest to 24 hours following a snowfall of 12 inches or more. Oh, that's a lot of snow. Avalanches can reach speeds up to 80 miles per hour within five seconds. That's fast as fuck. Correct. Uh, the deadliest avalanche in American history was due to a train wreck in 1910. Roughly 96 people died in that. 1910. Did I say that? Or did I not say 1910? 1910, that's when he wrote his fucking book. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, he published his book in 1910. Cox. If a victim can be rescued within 18 minutes, the survival rate is greater than 91%. Uh, the s- survival rate drops to 34% in burials between 19 and 35 minutes terrifying because 18 minutes is not that long no it is not uh after one hour only one in three victims buried in avalanche is found alive the most common causes of death are suffocation wounds and hypothermia so i also have a small bit in here um that the state of colorado has on average about 2500 avalanches annually so very common also found this bit from early 2019 where the state was experiencing an unusually high number of avalanches so 559 avalanches in the first 10 days of March uh, this year, 2019. Uh, more than 20% of the winter's average total of avalanches in the first 10 days of March. The death toll had already surpassed the full winter average. So with this then, is the Slide Rock Bolter like a story to warn out-of-towners of the dangers of avalanches? Or is there a possibility that the Slide Rock Bolter is responsible for a small percentage of like, yes, avalanches exist and we can, I can accept that. No, Sean, avalanches are not cryptids. Cryptids. No. I don't think so. I have never seen one though. Have but, you? No, I have not. Mm. But like, you know, avalanches exist, but like, could some of these still be attributed to a mountain whale in some capacity? Or is the avalanche itself caused by the Slide Rock Bolter? And it just like rides the snow down the mountain? It's like, Snowboarding. Johnny Tsunami? I wish I understood that reference. It sounds mm. like it dominates. It does dominate. Damn. Johnny Tsunami. It's a throwback. Johnny Tsunami. I'm that not familiar. That might be on Disney+. Plus. 
Any, can uh, anybody... Definitely, definitely not a sponsor, but for sure, Disney Plus could be a sponsor. I, I they would, could get it. I would take their money. I too and would take some Disney money. Some dirty things, <laughs> some dirty advertisements. All right. Well, what what are your final thoughts then at this point? I don't have anything else about avalanches in my notes, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose I we could turn else. to Google, but I don't have anything else to to waste time. There's really not like most. Pretty straightforward. Most story. of them have like almost word for word the exact same 100%. stories and, and stuff. And sometimes they'll change the words out a little bit, but this it's always the same thing. You, you don't really find anything else. Uh that's the slide rock bolter. I don't know. That that one episode or that one episode, that one article got me good. Like I as as I was reading it half asleep last night, I was like, I'm convinced that this is what the explanation is with the and the Utes and the the lumberjacks, coal, the gold mines, gold mines, the common or garden slide rock bolter can get repellent. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um, final thoughts, Connor. You're on the same page as that article. It's just I I'm I'm on I'm, bo- I'm on board with that. I, I like that explanation. It's very almost scientific, though. I can't just an avalanche that any of that information. I think is it's true. just an avalanche. Yeah, okay. I think it's an avalanche. You think it's an avalanche? I do. I think it's metaphors. It's mines. What? People falling into mines? Is that what you're saying? Uh, maybe. Was that what was in that article? No. That wasn't, that wasn't presented as an argument, no. Okay, um, then explain your argument. That they didn't actually see anything. They just saw the, the aftermath of this slide oh. rock bolter. And, and then made up the story from story. what they saw? Yeah. Because you're trying to freak out your buddies, your lumberjack buddies with beards and flannels. So you got to make something scary. So you come up with the slide rock bolter for that giant, pretty much hole in the... I am unaware of a stigma that says that lumberjacks have, like, tell-tall tales. Like, like fishermen, you know? Like, that's Where a stigma. Where do you stigma. think Paul Bunyan came from? But Paul Bunyan is a lumberjack? Was he created by lumberjacks? Why not both? I think he, I think he was created by lumberjacks. God damn, this isn't a... Paul Bunyan episode. You think you think lumberjacks created a story about a lumberjack? Why the fuck not? Because an author would create a story about a lumberjack. <laughs> the look on your fucking face right now. Is, oh, wait, wait. This makes sense. Hang on. Who Why? created Paul Bunyan? That's his Why name. Yeah, Paul Bunyan. Why could a lumberjack? I just feel like you're attributing a title. The first Paul Bunyan story, Round River, made it into print in 1906, penned by journalist James McGilvery. Where did he get the story? He didn't just make uh, up. For a local newspaper checks. in Michigan in 1912, he collaborated with poet, uh, a poet on a Bunyan-themed poem for American Lumberman magazine. So it was created by an author for a, a lumberjack magazine. For lumberjacks by lumberjacks. It was not by lumberjacks for lumberjacks is what I am saying. <laughs> it was for lumberjacks, yes, but it was by not. a not... journalist. Who happened to be? I, I really like the the idea of the campaign for lumberjacks by lumberjacks, but it just <laughs> it just wasn't that counting lumberjacks. I tuned to Open D to play Slide Rock Bolter. Got me. Rock Lobster as well. Yes, let's go chat. All right. Yeah, I don't. Did you have an argument for caves? I mean, they could potentially cave in and kill somebody. Yeah, but like for sure. But this this isn't. I would that would be like a a different thing. I don't think not anybody like a ever rock actually experienced one. I think they just made up the stories to don't 
Don't it's make, just an avalanche, is what I'm saying. It's people who saw an avalanche the and they're explaining what it is to. It's like could the it have Bible. Been, so you talked about there being a native population nearby. The Utes. Could it have been a way that they were like, instead of trying to, because they're like, yeah, it's just an avalanche. It's just, you know, when stuff falls or something, or maybe like if, if there was some way of like trying to translate from one language to another, like since we don't really have the origins, is there a possibility that what? What do you this call is... a lumberjack who can't wake up on time? What? <laughs> a slumberjack. <laughs> oh, sorry, chat. Gets me distracted. God damn it. Nathaniel's in here. Nathan, what's up? Oh, he made it. Just in time. Maybe he's on break. <clears throat> I mean, we are almost done. You did You did technically miss all of the episode. Uh, there's, still, there's still more good stuff, you know? Nah, no, I think we're at the end of the good stuff at this point, too. We're at the end of the information stuff. Yeah. We we still have good stuff. Uh I mean, we expent all of the Paul Bunyan material that uh I think we had. What else you got? Uh yeah, that's it. Okay, yep. cool. So last week, what did we talk about? Uh those little guys. I just realized we didn't do an Instagram poll. Negative. I my plan was to hopefully try and do a YouTube poll, see oh. how that goes. Okay. Yeah, so last Not week, an option apparently. Last episode, we talked about the Ibu Gogo. Yes. Two and a half to three and a half foot tall human beings. Who do you think would win in a fight between them and the Slide Rock Bolter? I definitely think the Slide Rock Bolter could eat at least two dozen Ibu Gogo. So, <laughs> at least two dozen? At least. I'd say at least 50. I'd go, I'd I go did, twice I didn't get any exact dozen. measurements on the side. Like, on the side. Uh, I saw the size of a blue whale or larger. In I'm one not really location sure how big I saw a that. blue whale is. Definitely could swallow a human whole. I can hole. certainly tell you how large a blue whale is. Content, thank you. Is a blue whale. We probably talked about this on the show before. Uh, the males are shorter than the females, which are 82 feet in length. Shit. Is that stunned silence or what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to visualize 82 feet. A blue whale's tongue weighs around 2.7 tons. Tons. What does a whale weigh? One ton? Two tons? Probably. A lot more than that. Its tongue weighs a ton. It, a whale itself weighs three hundred and thirty thousand pounds. Thirty thousand. A hundred. Oh, and thirty thousand. That's like infinity to me. No, no, I don't no. Three hundred and thirty thousand. One hundred and ten to three hundred and thirty thousand. Wow. I don't know how big their mouth is, but uh, it's big. Why aren't people scared of whales? Because they're mammals and kind of chill. That sounds, they sound terrifying. That's why I don't like the ocean. But they, they only eat like little shit. That's why. They eat krill, but they could still swallow you whole. Yeah, 100%. Or like, because like they like breach and stuff. So people always get the videos of them like jumping real close. I'm like, you know, they could just like land on your fucking kayak and wreck you, right? Yeah, you're dead. 330,000 pounds landing on top of your head. Into water, into open ocean. Take me. Indiegogo uh, <laughs> versus avalanches. <laughs> uh, all right. So you think the, the, the mountain whale is victorious? Yeah. If you have an argument for the... No, the, I am on this exact same page. I, I, but uh, why don't you, listener, go over to social media and let us know what you think. If you're listening live, that won't be there till Friday. Uh, but if you're not listening to it live, it's there now. If it's a day after when the podcast came out. God damn it. Okay, so... Who knows? Maybe it's next week. You have officially confused me. How so? I don't know. It's time to do the 1v1 results. From no. Yeah, sure. Do it. 
You have them. You you have that information. Yeah, I have it. It's ready to go. Do you think I am unfucking prepared? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. You have this information for me. I am. I. Let's I start am with the fully worst. Prepared. Twitter. I don't even have to ask. Split right down the middle. 50-50. Fifty fifty. Fifty percent Ibu Gogo. Fifty percent. Yeah. You, East of Bodmin <laughs> Moore. Yep. Oh, okay. This is Bodmin Moore and Ibu Gogo. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do these live, but I only posted them like five days ago. Okay. Not even five days ago. Be real. Um. Second worst. Facebook. Six people voted there. Thirty-three percent voted for the Ibu Gogo. And on Instagram, 21 people voted. Thank you. I don't understand it. Maybe Instagram's just the, the way to go. But they had uh, 33% vote for the Ibu Gogo and uh, so pretty much 67, Beast of Bodmin Moore. So Beast of Bodmin Moore won. 65-35. Okay. Yes, sir. It's a pretty easy one. People the Ibu Gogo could Gogo, link though. together like a Voltron type thing, though. I that had, could help them be stronger. I had an argument. Maybe I can pull it up on my phone. Somebody on Instagram... I will tell you who. Hopefully, they don't mind that I share. Well, their... Nathaniel's in here saying that Ibu Gogo hands down because they're gonna don't even fuck with me. They're gonna uh, three three little guys in a trench coat. This thing. Thane on Instagram messaged me, uh, responding to the uh, the story on Instagram about he said the... it was me. Was it it's Nathaniel? Oh my god! Can you have a similar thing across the the board? I have I... one username. Damn it! Correct. This is 2019, man. Sink those fucking accounts, bro. Either way, go ahead. What did he say? We, we argued for a while, and I'm still against it. We we gentlemen handshook, and he sent me a gif, but... And that wasn't I a just, dead giveaway. It was him? I want to know... Yeah. God damn it. it All right. What I, are, I, I, I know it's you it, now. Read me this conversation. I'm not going to read it to you. Okay. Don't read it to um, me, then. Okay. I'm just going to say, we, he started out with definitely Ibu Gogo. They may be small, but they have capability to use tools, which greatly increases their chance of surviving and winning. And I said 1v1 versus a wildcat, it's going to fucking die. There's the whole, one of the whole things about them specifically was they were never seen using tools. Right. So it wasn't thought that they could use tools. But well, his, argument, tools, his argument also, because we talked to him after that episode, yes. his argument was that not like just because they haven't been seen using tools doesn't mean that they don't use tools. Though I don't, so I don't, I don't know where you, you draw the line there, but I don't know. Everybody else disagreed with you, sir. I think 1v1, <clears throat> no chance. 1v1 me, bro? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. I will 1v1 you. Bullying <laughs> live on the podcast? That's what you're here for, is it not? Um, if you want to vote in Facebook chat or in uh, YouTube live chat, go, go ahead. Emu Cat already voted. For what, <laughs> what now? You just, said it, you just said we're voting, question mark, and then just put shit, slide rock bolter. Uh, okay. So he voted. He, they voted. Right there. They are two and a half to three feet tall, Nathan. N no. All right. So I think we're done with that then. Again, uh, yeah. uh, if you want to head over to social media, you can vote. Definitely not now live. Vote. I'm talking to the later people. If the the most of the people who live, listen to this. If you're not listening, watching live, you certainly can be uh, watching or listening live. If Should you be. follow us on YouTube, link in the description, because I don't think we technically have a domain yet, because we need, like, one more follower to make that happen. Uh, last <laughs> I checked, it was, it was five. I think we need... Oh, we need four more. I think we need four we more. We need four subscribers. more subscribers, please. Please and thank you. Uh, what did I just... What are you doing over there? Shh. Absolutely not backing down. All right, you're going to have to 1v1 him for it. Okay, oh, so we do have new reviews. 
I saw the, uh, an email about a review, and I don't know if we covered it. Uh, so we got one, like, right after we recorded last time. Woo! From an MLR Grizzly 2K, five stars. You guys are amazing. <clears throat> love your energy and topics and chemistry with each other. You guys do great love every episode. Keep up the good work. I can't wait for the next one. Hey, thanks. This is the next one. This was, in fact, the next one. Now it is this one. And but when you are listening... Last one. Oh, my God. I think we're caught up on reviews then. So thank you. Go write a review. Yes, please. Sean. Sean wrote one on Facebook, I think. I know. Sean has, Sean has new reviews. done something. Well, I think that concludes everything that I have to talk about and, and then some. I wish I had more to talk about. I certainly do as well. Uh, I mean, I wish this had worked a little bit better getting going initially, but we've got it. Into I think it, it's all right. It worked out it's okay. Going. We're here. The chat is actually chatting. That's awesome. That yeah, didn't that's really cool. happen a whole lot on uh, non YouTube platforms. I think this is there's more uh, accessibility for people Correct. on YouTube than there was on uh, Podbean, which is why we are trying to make this change. So let uh, us yeah, know. Yeah, I think we have everything set up. Also, like if you happen to go and watch in the future, like let us know if you transfer over. Also, please, yeah, go go subscribe. I'm gonna pull up the County Cryptids store here. Oh. See that to the right of your screen? Got no. all these designs there. Jacob's done. And then there's two down here that were added by me. Curated. Curated. Is that what it's called? Yes. I don't know what that you, means. you can add stuff to the store that is created by other people, so that way, like, if, if you find something that you're like, I think that this would resonate well with the My people audience. who would buy this stuff, then you can just, I'm like, post that shirt. image there, and then we get a little kickback from that. You all, you have the reptilian shirt? Yeah, That's I do. One? I'm, it's on my body. Merch for sale. Link will be in episode description. I can't really take my shirt off. I still need to redo some of those. I'm going to change the way that those are set up. I got more ideas coming, but I don't have uh, a lot in the way of time to do them. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Holy shit. So. <sighs> I don't know how people like at. do this. Uh, well, I mean, we have like full-time jobs and Correct. you work like a full-time job and a half because of how much you work at your full-time job and then i spend the, the rest of my life wasting away playing video games uh correct i'm gonna say if i'm not at work I'm hey i technically made an animation for this but we just couldn't get it to work uh in time yeah it literally it literally downloaded it's just a fucking gif it loops back and forth we <laughs> it took 10 minutes to upload the file once i got here you know well shit thank you Again, thank for you for, for listening, whether you're listening live or later. We appreciate you all. Thank Always. you. Always. We think about you when we're sleeping. We know when you're awake. Wait, that, think about you? No, that sees it, you. I, was, I thought we were going like Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, are you, are you like transitioning to the next episode? or you know? Oh, that would have been very meta of me, but I'm not smart enough to do that. Or smart enough to like have an idea for what the next episode is going to be. Oh yeah, no, we haven't had a a list. Maybe we maybe had a list early season two. We we have a list. I'm not sure where it's at. Father Cryptid is coming. Oh god, what do we have to leave out in instead of milk and cookies? What do you leave out for Lauren Coleman? Is it like the uh, the plaster casts of Bigfoot? That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I love it. What direction did you think the show was going in? Any anything to get Lauren Coleman for what? Any number of things. Hi, come sit in this chair. Uh, put on these headphones. 
Can you flip that little switch? That, yeah, okay, cool. Now, I have some questions I'd like to ask you here, sir. Father Cryptid, I love Milk and honey is All right. down. All right. We've milked it the past an hour. The black hole That's, gift. I'm yes, happy. exactly. Sick. We've done it. We only have to cut out the first eight minutes of silence, too. I mean, there will be not silence on the locally recorded storage. So, uh, No, the mics were off. There will be silence. Uh, there will be some. But when we were testing to see if it worked, there will be like us being idiots for at least eight minutes. Yeah. This, I mean, us being idiots for an hour, but right. The first eight minutes is silent idiots. So I think I think we're calling it. Thank you again, everybody live. Yeah, thank you for commenting, chatting, Super watching. appreciate it, Sean. Glad you made it. Nathan, Nathan, I'm glad, glad you, you fucking a couple. caught the end. If you haven't listened to last uh, episode with Nathan at the very end. You enabled DVR, right? Yeah, you'll be able to watch. Yeah, it yeah. So once hours. we're done with this, I think you got like what 12, 24 hours to uh, twelve hours could... until you, you it's off. And then, then it's gone. It okay. will hopefully be a backup. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, we'll probably just re-upload. I mean, if we have the file, fuck it. Yeah. I think I said that it was going to be there, so we may as well throw it back up. All right. Well, thank you again, everybody. Uh, Adios. Shaka, bras. I don't, I don't know. Some douchey thing. What can I say? English, bruh. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at kenencryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids.